Magic win, the Magic win. The Orlando Magic defeat the Indiana Pacers 117 to 110 and get off of that four game losing streak. What's up, second cousins? It's your boy Kyle here. Happy to be joined by that guy, Skinny, from Where the Magic Happens Pod. Man, Skinny, we really needed this victory. It's been a tough four games. Yeah, I expected us to drop, you know, against the the Boston Celtics in the garden cuz that they've been playing just otherworldly there. The Bucks can't be too mad at that. I know Magic fans were frustrated about the Miami Heat. Skinny, how you feeling right now? Drop 4 back on the winning side. Where's your where's your meter? Where's your meter on this Orlando Magic squad? Pretty high. The okay. meter has always still been high. Uh, what are we still six or seven games above 500? It's absolutely crazy to drop four and still be in that position. So very yeah. thankful um, and extremely thankful going into this Christmas season, having a chance to play a extremely porous defense in the Indiana Pacers uh, made us feel pretty good about our chances tonight. Right. Uh, I feel like we yeah. had a chance to get back in that winning column. Absolutely. Yeah. Swiss cheese all over that. They, they, Pacers don't know how to play defense so much that their fans can't even really muster a defense chant. I think I heard one legitimate defense chant the whole game. Most of them are just like, D and just kind of like, put your hands up, guys. It's okay. Shoot. Like, it goes to be fair to them, to the fans. The Pacers aren't on the defensive end long enough most possessions for them to really, you know, congeal and get something united going. So, but it, even even though we were out in the first half doing really well, what was the first half score here? 73 to 59 up by what's my maths? That 14, something like that. Yeah, 14. Absolutely um we third quarter was rough. So, even though the defense is porous, the Pacers aren't really ever unsettled because they love to shoot that three, that three ball skinny, and and they got back into it in the third, thirty three to twenty. We helped them with five live ball turnovers that turned into eleven points. I was getting my "This is the way we lose the game" song ready. Wasn't feeling the vibes. Um, how are you feeling in that third when you saw the the momentum starting to shift and the Pacers actually come and get that lead off the the force of their three ball? Um, awkwardly enough, I don't want to say I felt good. I just felt like I've been here before. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd seen it before, and especially with the number one, I'm pretty sure the Pacers are still number one in offense. I knew that run was coming. Um, the number one team in the offense is not just going to struggle the first half and not show up the second. Miles Turner had 13 in that second quarter. He was going off, just absolutely torching us. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to see how we were going to respond, and we ended up still keeping the lead yeah it was by one but seeing the magic be able to withstand that run i felt pretty good going to the fourth um just because the defense we, we were playing that night was pretty good and moses rotations were solid we got to see a former pacer take the floor for us with goga batazdi yeah. absolutely loved it i love that guy yeah i hope so. you i hope you took your uh gary harris overs everyone you know gary loves to play Back in the hometown, they don't even have them. They don't even have them on the gambling apps. I'm not sure. Are you a? 
Do you partake? Are you even old enough uh, to partake, yeah. Skinny? How <laughs> I am actually okay. as young I as young as I may see. Yeah, you got that uh, <laughs> that baby face, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, he always hits me up with the parlays. We were talking. We were actually talking about Gary last night. I was like, hey, if there's a chance you could take Gary for over ten points, do it tonight. All right. Right. Yeah, I don't even think most of the books had him. They don't give that respect to the end of the bench guys, even though Gary was prominently focused, uh, featured tonight with Jalen still out and the guard depth a little bit low. But it was Apollo game, man. 34-7 and seven on 11 of 20 from the field. At one point, he was like 10 of 17. Missed some shots a little bit down the uh, way, but he was a force. 12 of 16, getting to the line. No three-point shots. Didn't need him to get 34. I mean, just being given the muscles all game long, just really in the paint, driving, getting to the hoop with the harm and getting to the charity stripe. Uh, Franz added 24 and six on a nice eight of 14 from the field. Still no threes coming down for Franz. It hasn't looked good um, just from beyond the arc. I'm sure he's going to work that out at some point, but he's a little cold. I mean, cold relatively what does that even mean with our team from beyond the arc it's like we we still win this game yeah i know like we we shot 33.3 percent you know so i think i saw philip rossman reich uh, orlando magic daily tweet something like during the losing streak versus the winning streak our three-point shooting and it's just like yeah if we shoot reasonable even like 33 percent we really got a chance to win games but we've been shooting in the 20s so you know that that's that's gonna happen when you're when you can't make anything from beyond the arc, especially against a team that could be dangerous like this, the Pacers. They took what? Uh, freaking thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Thirty-four three pointers to our eighteen. Right. Uh, and you talk about shooting the ball well. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. We've got to knock down those three pointers when we take them. But I felt like tonight was the perfect look of what the Magic should look like. Are you going to have a chance to have a parade to the free throw line every game? No. But the three-pointers that you take should be the ones that you need to take. They should be quality three-pointers. I feel like for the most part we did that. Paulo not even looking at the three-point line because he understands that he's 6'10", 250, and not a single guy can guard him. That was perfect. That was absolutely beautiful to watch. You know, you talked about Boogie not shooting the three-ball well. Only taking two of them. I'll take it because you kind of understand that's not my game right now, and I don't even need it. You give me 24 because you're getting to the lane, getting fouled, maneuvering through Goga, Wendell, Moritz. All of those guys are great at sealing their bigs off, giving our guys lanes to the, you know, to the paint. Honestly, a beautiful game offensively from the Magic last night, man. But like you said, Paolo, it, it is just crazy to watch him sometimes. He's so much fun. Got the swim move going, swimming <laughs> oh, in the dome. Awesome. It's a fun time, man. Yeah, you, you're right. We when when the when the strength of the team and the offense is cooking this hard, 64 points in the paint to their 40, uh, won the boards. You don't need the three to be falling like crazy. You don't need to be looking for it. Just play to the strengths. I think the problem that we got ourselves in, especially in that Heat game, is we wanted to get into this three point shooting contest. We got out of our identity. I like that they went on the run in the third and we didn't lose that identity. You touched on that. And I do also want to give a shout out to the bench mob because 
as great as Paulo and Franz played um, as starters, they were both, well, I guess Franz was a net zero, uh, but Paulo was a minus two. The bench mob is where we really made up ground last night. And the highest plus minus with Caleb Houston, plus 17. But all every guy that came got minutes off the bench, J.I., Moritz, Goga Bitatse, uh, Cole, they were all plus uh, in a big way. So the depth really came through and showed itself. And maybe that's also showing some blemishes here for the Indiana Pacers. They, they didn't really have guys coming off the bench that could do something. Jalen Smith, who I was advocating the Orlando Magic get a couple of years ago when he was cut by uh, the Suns as a backup center, love him. He, was, he had a great game. He went uh, – did he miss from beyond the arc? I don't think he did. Yeah, oh, he, he only missed three one. Of, he three of four from beyond the arc. He's shooting crazy. Um, didn't give you a lot outside of that, though, so maybe it was – maybe Jeff Weltman's a little smarter than me. Um, but, again, like – Isaiah Jackson, TJ McConnell, who's a pesky son of a gun. Don't like, don't love a TJ McConnell when you see him checking in, but he was quiet. He only played seven minutes. Benedict Matalin, um, the Canadian there, he hasn't really shown much since that hot rookie start. I'm, I'm curious to see if there's any Pacers fans watching this right now. What's your take on on Matherin? I don't know. It's, I pronounce it the Canadian way, Matherin. Um, What's your take on him? He was a minus 24, got 16 minutes, uh, two points. Like He airballed a three bad. He just kind of looked out of sorts. I think he's averaging like 13 and a half this year, shooting decent numbers. It doesn't look crazy when you look at the numbers, but the eye test was just like, oof. And people were talking about this gentleman challenging for rookie of the year in the first half of last season. So, woo, he has fallen. (laughs) I think we're going to have to start getting used to that. Paolo just getting compared to everybody. I, th- I think he's going to start to become the blueprint that everybody wants somebody to be able to match up with him. And that's no offense to Benedict Mathern. Down the line, he's probably going to be a better player. I think he's going to be a really legit six-man kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I don't, in Indiana right now, they just feel like they have a lot of guys that just don't guard. Um, in order to, in order to, you know, raise up those good scores. You got to put guys that guard around them. They don't have a lot of guys that guard. So I think it's tough for him to make a legit impact um, that pops out because Halliburton is just such a talented offensive player. It's tough to top what he does and really stand out with yeah. that. But you talked about that bench mob talking mm-hmm. about limited minutes, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Everyone's favorite preacher Sunday. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk about this man. Take me to church Look, skinny <laughs> three blocks. And 11 minutes and 50 seconds, Kyle. I mean, domination. Same thing against Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you want him to guard the best player in the league, he can do that. You want him to guard somebody from the Indiana Pacers, he can do that. He can absolutely guard He was on Tyrese at times. On the perimeter. Right. And it's it's crazy. Even Wendell. uh, Wendell had a possession where he had to switch out to um, Tyrese on the perimeter. I think, you know, sticking with Jonathan Isaac, though, Mm -hmm. I truly do think he's probably a top three defender in the league when he's on the court, man. It's it's absolutely crazy. He can stick with anybody. His second jump is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, is. for a guy that sometimes I'm like, J.I., you're too jumpy. He's going to get that block regardless. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. And then Goga chipped in the block as well. I think when he came in, our game became more physical. Mm-hmm. It became even more we're bigger than you. We're stronger yeah. than you. So I like to see that. And shout out to Mosley for making that adjustment because he didn't go to Goga uh, the first night um, Wendell came back with Miami and Orlando. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's great to see that J.I. still has that second jump bounce because the man's had, what, like three, two knee surgeries, a hamstring surgery. Like, that's what you thought could be, could be worrisome, right? I mean, is he still going to have that elite-level athleticism that really set him apart as a defender? It appears it's there, but for only about 12 to 16 minutes a game right now. So it's it's great that he's making an impact. Is this the way that we are going to be moving forward entire this entire season with Jonathan Isaac? It seems like maybe. I don't know. Like, Are they ever really going to take off those training wheels this year, or is it going to be – a sub 18 minute thing all year round just to be super duper cautious with him because I'm pumped. I know you know you're probably you're pumped skinny magic fans, but we're way ahead of schedule. Like the the front office and the coaching staff luckily have more patience than this man right here because it makes sense to just hey, let's not ruin what could be a generational talent by overexerting him here. Let's let's work it really, you know, back. Peach would disagree wholeheartedly. If he would say he's got to either play or he's not going to play. So, it's it's got to happen. But, you know, we've got when we have as you said, like Gogo Bitatse can give you minutes. We he just played as the starter. It was fantastic. Wendell only 16 minutes tonight. I know there's been a lot made in the community about Wendell's minutes and he hasn't looked the same. Yeah, no shit, people. Like he's been out for a month and a half. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's in game form quite yet, but he's rounding it. He's rounding into form. He's going to get there, and he brings that dimension that Goga. All respect to that man. Love him. Um, he doesn't. He, Goga's not going to be guarding Tyrese Halliburton out on the perimeter, but Wendell can at least stay in front of him and not uh, jeopardize the rest of the the defense. So he he maintains that defensive integrity by not always getting beat at the point of attack when he's playing on a perimeter guy. And that is extremely valuable to our very large team, which can be extremely switchable. So that's what the defensive identity is that Jamal Mosley wants to have, being able to switch everything. And Wendell brings that. It, he looks solid. He didn't jump off the screen crazy tonight for me, but I, I liked what I saw, especially on the defensive side. He grabbed some boards. Eight rebounds in 16 minutes. That's not bad. Wasn't doing anything scoring, but the other thing that Wendell brings, and it's just a notch higher than Goga, is that decision-making from the post. Like, they were working so much through Wendell on the offensive side and running, you know, actions on either side of him, and he's kind of just the the maestro, the maestro in the middle of that orchestra, finding guys when they're open. So, I'm excited for Wendell to get back into playing form and all of the uh, the haters and all that all those tweets to just just go away. Just go back yeah. into the ether. And they will. They yeah. will. It's just it's just, it's fun. It happens with everybody when they come back and I the discourse was a little weird. Um it almost felt personal about Wendell. Like <laughs> he, like he said he had been out for a month and a half, right? Well, we're going to trade him, and, Skinny. You didn't know that? Oh, we, he's got to get out of here, right? <laughs> he looks horrible. Oh, the guy hasn't played in a month and a half and he can't he can't keep up with the guys that have been playing every single game. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. No, um you know, I mean, I I always react game by game and that's that's understandable to have that conversation but um I don't think Wendell has been has done anything to to warrant him in half of the conversations he's been put in um like you said he's going to get back and find that rhythm him being able to operate as that post hub 
last night was great. That's something that we did with even Goga. I think Goga yeah. was doing a good job of he had those backdoor passes. We talked about the giving Goga with Jalen, you know, mm -hmm. but Wendell is that original formula for it because uh, right. he's really good at rolling to the bucket, catches lobs, uh, and is a good floor spacer. So it was great to see that from him. Um, you talked about defense. You talked about the switchability and kind of the bench mob, the deep bench mob, the green mm. goblins, yes. Goga and Anthony Black. Anthony mm. Black, man, I, I've loved my, I've loved, I love our rookie so much. Yeah. He has been super versatile and a, a tremendous defender. I'm not, I'm not, you know, banging on anyone's door about his eight points last night and going four four from the line, right. but. It's just fun. He's starting to come along very slowly, yeah. very slowly. Yeah. He's he's getting more aggressive, getting more comfortable, um, understanding his role in the pick and roll, and his defense is just is genuinely crazy at six foot seven to be a point guard that can just guard genuinely, genuinely guards, um, shot blocking. He had some. Tyrese Halliburton made some tough shots against him. Okay, Tyrese Halliburton is going to make yeah, those tough course. shots. A super mm -hmm. talented offensive player. For a guy, uh, as as AB comes along and he stops getting rattled by those tough shots that are that are made over him, going to be one of the best defenders in the league. Honestly, we're going to have a lot of those guys. It's going to be a thing that we say about this team: best defenders in the league because we can truly guard, especially with our size, switchability. Uh, I really feel like we dominated that defensive end, and it's yeah. not hard to do against the Pacers. Um, yeah. But it is a little bit tough to stop one of the best scoring teams in the league. And when they are held to under 127 points, they are now 4-12 and 12 in the season. So yeah. holding them to 110 was, was a really good thing that we did last night. We got to get back to that defensive identity, that original recipe with Wendell Carter. Um I think the stuff about Wendell quickly is like it's more a testament to Goga and how well he played as a starter that we had all this nonsense out there and and even my overexcitement about Goga and I'm going to be sad as his minutes probably dwindle here. Anthony Black looked fantastic. I believe I believe in that shot a little bit. Skinny, call me crazy, but like him knocking down the free throws, it's slow. Like it's it's definitely like a loaded kind of slow. He's not gonna be catching shooting crazy, but he can make open shots. Like his set shot is nice. It looks like a solid foundation. It looks the same. It looks like it's a duplicatable motion over time. And he's putting in the work. I believe in him. You see videos of him before games, after games, putting in the work, putting up the shots before before and after practices. Like that's what I believe in. It gets back to the high character guys that this team has um, with Coach Mosley at the helm. But good to get back on the winning side. I gotta go, Skinny. I'm going into the city today. Twas the night before. Going to a little performance with the ladies should be fun, man. I'm I'm sending all the happy holiday vibes to you and your family and and all you second cousins out there. We'll see if we we got to get another win here against the the Wizards to kind of even out what's been going on. Then we got a couple tough ones, right? We're playing, I know the Knicks, which should we be a winnable to Philly. game, and then we in go to Philly. Philly right after yeah. that Washington game. Yeah, so. so those are those are two games. I mean, we got to get that Washington game. Can't be another situation where we lose to like a Heat, a heat team that we should have beat. We got to get the wins that we should be getting. Beat the Wizards. Go in, play Philly type tough stay with that defensive identity because like you said it's been coming back and then let's see what we can do against the Knicks uh again happy holidays skinny until next time man peace out thank you brother happy holidays
Yeah.